0: It's another episode of *Hear the Walking Dead*, a Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing *Walking Dead* podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora once with you once again, and we're doing two episodes this week. Aurora, mm-hmm. Aurora doesn't have her notes, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wing it. I here's here's what I suggest: if I read through the synopsis of the first episode and you don't remember anything, I say just make up things that you sure. like didn't like about it.
1: Yeah. No, I remember. I, I mean, I know that <laughs> one of the things that I wrote in I, all capital letters in my notes is that the fact that there's no Travis mm-hmm. at all in these two episodes. A little bit at the end of the last
0: one, but yes, that's I am. It. I am curious. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it because that's in the second mm-hmm. episode. But yeah, uh, all right, let's uh, let's do the first one here, which is. Uh, to say it's episode 11 of season 2 of Fear the Walking Dead, called Pablo and Jessica. Here's the thing before I jump into this. I may have... I may have forgotten. Maybe. I don't know. I learned who Jessica was. Mm-hmm. I don't think I remember who Pablo... Actually, you know what? I do remember who Pablo yeah. was. Now. Yeah. Never mind. I'm good. Mm-hmm. For a second there, I'm like, did we learn who Pablo was? Yes. We did. Yes. I'm an idiot let's talk about the story <laughs> uh, in order to preserve the dwindling medicine supplies Nick proposes to Alejandro that they trick the bandits they promised to trade the medicine to by secretly diluting it with powdered milk I mean if they were if those bandits were were worth their salt they would probably know that people have been cutting drugs with other things to dilute it for right. since there's been drugs but maybe they Maybe they won't notice this time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Protecting their own supply, Alejandro is impressed with Nick's ingenuity and accepts him fully into the community by giving him his own home.
1: Yeah.
0: Pretty swank looking trailer.
1: Yeah, it was pretty well decorated.
0: (laughs) For the zombie apocalypse, actually. It's (laughs) not too bad. Yeah. Uh, He also confirms to Nick that he had been bitten by a walker, but somehow did not turn. Nick is still not believing this uh however one of the community however one of the community scouts returns and reports that Luciana's brother Pablo yeah has been killed Luciana is shocked at this news and is comforted by Nick and later that night he is f- she is further comforted by Nick
1: <laughs> I was going to say that's not it was she wasn't just comforted
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you know so you could That's a romantic way of of saying that, perhaps. Yes. Also, very vaguely. like, You know what, though? Comforted doesn't really really apply, I don't think. (laughs) Thoroughly comforted Luciana and Nick. Uh, Back at the hotel, Madison and Strand meet with Oscar, the leader of the hotel survivors, and manage to negotiate a truce with him. Madison, Strand, Alicia, and the other survivors begin the job of clearing the hotel of infected... I think that's a bad idea. That was like their that was their moat, but uh, uh, yeah, true. They wanna they wanna make it clear of infected. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess that would eliminate any. I guess that would eliminate any mishaps that could happen. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia comes up with the idea of luring all of the infected into the sea, where the riptide current would carry them off. The, right. The plan is ridiculous, but successful. <laughs> the survivors celebrate. Strand then goes to talk privately with Oscar, who is still mourning the death of his wife, Jessica. Yep. Uh, Strand, it took all of my strength to not say it like David Tennant says it in Jessica Jones. Uh, (laughs) Strand comforts Oscar and convinces him to finally let his wife go. And Oscar gives Strand the key to the hotel room where his infected wife is imprisoned. And Strand enters to finish her off. Mm-hmm. The end. What a happy episode, Aurora. What did you think?
1: Um, I really and I agree with you that the idea of you know luring the walkers to the water was stupid. Yeah. Uh, especially since this group of people, like at least Madison and Alicia, mm-hmm. know that walkers can survive underwater. Yeah. So when well, they said that they were gonna lure them to the ocean, I was like, "Well, okay, but they can walk right back."
0: Right. Well, I mean, the the I mean, I guess the idea is with the rip tide that it's gonna push them way out into the ocean. They're not gonna be able to I get back.
1: Yes, but it was a lot of walkers. Yes. So at least some of them will go the other way around. I don't know. I, I felt like it was.
0: It was a lot of fun to just watch them mindlessly jump off of.
1: Yeah, the that's that's what I was gonna say. I thought that that whole scene was beautiful yeah like uh, it I loved how it was shot it was really pleasant it, it was a really nice scene to see mm-hmm. uh, just the way that they shot it um, but yeah but the idea was kind of like eh. and I agree with you that walkers were people should use them as a defense mm-hmm. like wall <laughs> yeah. so I don't know but yeah the, the I
0: I think this is the show where you're like, hey, no Travis Mm -hmm. and Chris, because they weren't in this one at all. No. Not to say we didn't need them, but there was not a lot going on in this This episode. Yeah, there
1: was not a lot. Yeah.
0: This episode was basically like, we need to introduce the leader of the hotel survivors and share share his sad story, which they did. And we need to get Nick and Luciana together.
1: Right.
0: And basically, that was the whole episode, was that. That
1: Yeah, yeah. I do. I did like. Um, I feel like now I'm liking Alicia more,
0: especially after the next episode.
1: Yes. Um. And I don't. I thought that Alicia and Madison were really badass in this
0: episode. What a turnaround, by the way, right? For Alicia, you remember, like in the beginning, yeah. we hated her so much. Mm-hmm. Really... Now
1: I, I I like her a lot.
0: And we were like full on the Madison train, and now she's kind of like. Now I'm like, Err. she's coming
1: back. She's coming back.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm a little surprised. I, yeah. I honestly didn't expect that. I wasn't a big fan of Nick either. Right. Uh, and he's still a little wavery with me at times, but I've grown I mean, to like him a bit more.
1: Obviously, the writers of the show listen to this podcast.
0: Yes. <laughs> and
1: they, you know, used our advice.
0: I <laughs> mean, Aurora really don't like Alicia. What, should, what can we do to change that around?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> Keep it up guys cuz it's working. <laughs> I like it. Uh hey, hey and uh and for their credit I think the ratings have been increasing. Good. They have in fact. They've been uh they started out kind of strong and then they they dipped down a little bit and now they're kind of gaining steam again. So
1: yeah. I feel like it's getting better. I
0: mm-hmm. watched this
1: episode, and I, like you said, there wasn't a lot going on, but I didn't yeah. feel bored watching it um, I was entertained the whole time, so
0: yeah, now I feel like the second episode was uh we haven't we're not we haven't jumped into it yet, but I feel like the second one was kind of in that area too, where it felt like not a lot was really happening, but then mm-hmm. it really sort of built to important character stuff happening, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious to, what, uh, you know, I guess if we don't have anything else to say about Pablo and Jessica, we should just rate it because there was, I, I'm, you know, it's amazing. I'm glad that we are doing this double shot of episodes because if we just done Pablo and Jessica on its own, this would be a 10 minute episode of the podcast. <laughs> literally nothing happened. You could skip this yeah. episode and outside of Nick and, and uh, Luciana being together,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you would have missed nothing.
1: Yeah. But we also we learned in this episode that you know being a junkie gives you great advantage I'm in the
0: zombie apocalypse. Sure, <laughs> I think in an alternate universe that might be uh, that might be like the Spider-Man mantra with great drug use comes great survival ability
1: yeah. in but the zombie think,
0: apocalypse.
1: But I I think it's really smart of the writers to mm-hmm. do it that way because it's true if you think about it like drug users are like surviving every day
0: yeah they struggle Um,
1: they struggle every day to survive so Mm -hmm. putting them in a situation like this can help them you know be successful because they are Mm -hmm. used to it so i i think it's really smart that they're using that
0: okay so what would you what would you rate this episode of pablo and jessica
1: i will give it a solid four because i am stunned okay go ahead yes because I was one entertained. I like that Alicia is getting a better story, mm-hmm. um, an arc to her character, and I really, really love that scene of the walkers walking on that um, to the beach. Mm-hmm. I, I just it looks so pretty. <laughs> it sounds weird to say it looks pretty because it's just zombies walking <laughs> to the water, but the way that it was shot, I I, I thought it was amazing. So
0: hey, man, art is... I, I give it a four. It's art that's yeah it was artist yeah. art is still art uh and cinematography is definitely a fine art uh yeah i I gave it a three which is not it's i mean it's only like a point's difference, but to me it was just kind of they I also liked that scene even though the plan was a little contrived it was kind of kind of goofy, not quite as contrived as like on the Walking Dead where they were getting the zombies out of the quarry and they had like
1: checkpoints
0: yeah. and multiple like mm-hmm. funneling systems <laughs> but yeah, yeah. so it wasn't quite as ridiculous as that mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, still but the scene looked the scene looked good uh, it wasn't a bad episode but it was just it felt like an episode where they like I said they just we need to get Nick and Luciana together so let's just use this episode to do that yeah it just didn't feel like much happened I don't know I gave it a, so I'm giving it a three uh okay. Next up is, uh, what I, what I found to be a, a, a much better episode mm-hmm. is season two, episode 12. It's called pillar of salt and Aurora surprise Ophelia having escaped yeah. the hotel. Since when did she escape the hotel?
1: I have no idea. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe they'll give us something. Uh, cause they, you know what? They did give us the flashback to how Madison and strand escaped the bar full of zombies. They did give us that, so maybe they will give us this. I'm sure they will. Uh, Ophelia has escaped the hotel. She's out on her own, and she is heading back to the United States. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Although maybe everybody is going to be heading back to the United States. Uh, We'll find out. Uh, With the infected removed from the hotel grounds, the hotel survivors begin fortifying and repairing it. However, Strand is stabbed by the mother of Oscar's wife, Fortunately, the wound is not serious, though it requires medicine to be treated. Madison and Elena head to Tijuana to obtain the medicine, and in Tijuana, Nick and Luciana are awakened by the news that one of the community's scouts, Francisco, has deserted with his family. The community losing scouts at an increasing rate, Alejandro is worried that it might collapse, the community, that is, and forbids anyone else from leaving, Mm -hmm. even for supply runs. That's not good. Uh Nick is concerned since they were supposed to trade their medicine to the bandits who will most likely attack the community if they don't get what they want. At Bandits R Us, Madison and Elena <laughs> arrive to trade uh where she uh Madison and Elena arrive to trade where she overhears the bandits interrogating Francisco. Hmm. Madison overhears them describe Nick's appearance and tries to find out where he is, but with no success. Nick burrows the perimeter Mm -hmm. and spots the bandits scouting the community from a distance. Upon returning to the hotel, Madison turns on the hotel lights against everybody's wishes in the hopes of attracting uh, Nick's attention, though Alicia convinces her to respect Nick's decision to leave the group and to turn the lights off. Mm -hmm. As she does... Uh, it is not before Travis sees them, and Travis, Aurora, is all alone.
1: He is, or at least he appeared. He appeared to be.
0: <laughs> so let's just let's just go with the best possible scenario here.
1: That he's alone.
0: <laughs> that that Trav, Travis is not only alone, but he has become our new favorite character because, sickened by what his son has become, decided to put him down. Shoots Chris. Chris, I don't think that's what happened. But
1: no, I don't think
0: uh, so. Either, but <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you think of Pillar of Salt this episode?
1: Um, I, I I liked it a lot. Um, Me too. But although a lot of things happened, where a lot of the characters were in danger, mm-hmm. my favorite thing in this episode was the whole story of. Um, Madison and Alicia and Alicia saying that she raised herself and Madison has always been more attentive to Nick because of you know him him being a a drug user Um, I like that story a lot and I like how they um, played it out until the end where she's like I'm here and you keep just looking for Nick and I'm your daughter too Um, I like that a
0: lot yeah she's uh, Madison's trying to explain to her why do you Why do you keep... He decided to leave us to go with them. And she's like, maybe she's changed his mind. And Alicia keeps arguing with her. And she goes, you know, you don't know what it's like. You don't have children. And she just looks at her and goes, I'm your child. I'm your child. And it shut her up. And it was, oh, my God, it was such a great line. It was
1: awesome.
0: And I can understand where Madison is coming from because obviously she feels responsible for his his drug addictions and she Mm -hmm. feels because she married a guy who was a drug addict we were led to believe right Uh, but at the same time alicia so sympathetic for her yeah because her mom is looking past her
1: yeah and you need your mom in this situation and yeah you know that your mom is not really you know she's Interested in finding your brother instead of just you know she's right. putting you in danger to try to find his your your brother is just
0: but it's working it's working for her though she went from the girl who was strolling around with her iPod on in the middle mm-hmm. of the zombie apocalypse listening to music and she this has toughened her up and yeah. smartened her up mm-hmm. and she is a much better character than when the show started way better way way better uh, and Madison is it's. Madison is turning it around too, but her character is going in a direction that I didn't think it was going to go in. I thought she was going to be the the Rick of this group, like the toughest nails,
1: badass,
0: yeah. and but she she's not going in that direction. But she's going in this like really uh, layered character thing where uh, she's dealing with uh, this situation has forced her to deal with clearly with situations that. Uh, she wasn't prepared to deal with and this situation has sort of forced her forced her into that and then of course the irony of all this is that I think she was uh, a counselor at school right? Uh, as well and she obviously never took time to counsel herself or to take counsel with someone else mm-hmm. uh, to deal with these issues so uh, that's interesting that it, that it's all uh, coming together like that I, and the ending really I, I guess all joking aside because I'm sure Travis didn't kill Chris but Mm-hmm. unfortunately uh yeah I, I mean logically but it does beg the question if he is alone what happened and yeah w- i mean something happened right uh i'm i'm curious to i'll give the show credit it made me curious to know what happened in a story that travis is involved in so mm-hmm. that's a that's a point that's a that's a point in this show's favor yep uh, I, I like the scene in the, uh, in the bandits RS store mm-hmm. where she was trying to, uh, you know, find out any information about her kid. The, the interesting thing is, uh, Elena is like, come on, this, it could be anybody they're talking about. There's, you know, I know this is Mexico, but there are still white people especially <laughs> right. around like Tijuana and some of the more like vacation y hot spots yeah. of of Mexico and it's entirely possible they're talking about somebody else. And Madison does the old, you know, a mother knows. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. In this case, she's right. She is correct. That is who they yeah, are talking about. Right. Uh and you could see that uh that uh the the woman who who knew, or whatever, Francisco's wife, or whatever she is, I can't remember, I, I don't know if that's who that was, uh, but you can see that she was pained to not tell Madison mm-hmm. that it is indeed Nick, but they wouldn't let her say anything, and yeah. Elena is like, we have to go now, we have to go now, or they're going to kill us, they will mm-hmm. kill us if we don't go now.
1: Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> Which is, uh, that was great, and Madison not giving any fucks, she was like...
1: <laughs> no, she, her mom instinct kicked in and does, she, didn't, she didn't
0: does care. It, Yeah, at that point she was desperate. It's like, is yeah. does it rhyme with Rick? Uh, does it does it start with an N? <laughs> like she just yeah. wanted any hint. Yeah. Does he kind of look like that Voldemort kid from the Harry <laughs> Potter movies? <laughs> like she was just looking for any any yeah. any hint, but uh she walked away with uh she walked away with nothing. Uh but yeah so this wasn't a crazy Uh, In fact, really haven't been a lot of zombie killings going on in these last couple of episodes. This this has all been mostly uh, uh, character building. What did did you think of uh, what they're doing with... What did you think of that scene with Nick and and Luciana where uh, uh, they... they, Did they have one of those relationships where being pissed off at each other is what turns them on? Because that's what it felt like here.
1: I have no idea what's happening with this relationship because in the previous episode i thought it was like out of the blue Mm -hmm. that they got together i wasn't expecting that at all Mm -hmm. um and i thought well maybe it's because you know she's mourning the death of her brother and she's like looking for comfort and
0: that's why it happened but then he's like the rebound yeah
1: right but then in this episode she i don't know what was that that scene in the bathroom (laughs) i
0: It was so. It was so weird. So they're having they're having an argument because Luciana is is all in on, on Alejandro being like the the savior of this group. Right. He's the guy who was bitten who didn't turn and uh, and Nick is like no bullshit and mm-hmm. you know she's like you owe him everything and she's like no you're the one who saved me not him. And then she starts swearing at him in Spanish. And then he's like, if you're going to swear at me, do it in English. So Mm -hmm. she does. Yeah. And that's when he's like, you know, you're the one who saved me, not him. And then she's like, well, fine, then I'm the boss and we're going to stay here. And then they angrily make out for a little bit. Well, not really. She angrily kisses him. Uh, But they seem to enjoy it. I don't know. That was weird. It
1: was. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know what what that was.
0: I I know that look, hey, whatever floats people's boats, I'm sure there are people out there that totally get off on yelling and screaming at each other and then I Yeah, know.
1: but I, I to me it didn't seem that way. It seemed it seemed like she was like controlling him in oh, a way.
0: Oh, like a dominatrix type situation
1: Yeah, and that's why I was like, Whoa, what's happening?
0: <laughs> it, it did happen really strangely. Like I Yeah, a, it
1: was really weird.
0: Like, oh that's what this relationship is now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was a scene that was interesting in this episode.
1: yeah, can we talk about the um Alejandro and his whole story of when he got bit mm-hmm. and survived i what what do you think do you think that it's true that he actually survived a zombie bite my
0: mm, my brain my brain tells me no. Right. Uh, because I have watched too many episodes of The Walking Dead mm. where they're like, all we have to do is go to the CDC. Or, you know, this guy says he knows uh, how to cure it and we just got to get him to Washington. Or uh, they've done this a few times and every single time it's turned out to be a bust. Mm-hmm. This is a prequel. I mean, it's not impossible that it happened and he didn't turn. Uh, and maybe he's like, you know, maybe one out of, you know, every million people have an immunity to this or something. That's not impossible. Uh, but my brain is telling me no, but my heart kind of wants it to be true just because I want a wrinkle in the story of the, like, I want there to be some glimmer of hope because so far for most of the seasons of The Walking Dead, it's been, uh, Uh, teases of hope that have been quickly snuffed out, followed by a bunch of horribleness. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it would be bad to have a ray of sunshine a little bit in the show, where you find out, like, hey, it's, like, insanely rare. One in, you know, one in every, like I said, one in every million people have, like, an immunity to it. But that's like finding a needle in a haystack. Maybe Alejandro is the needle in the haystack. Uh, You know, there's, there's not enough technology or not a way to to uh, to replicate this into some sort of vaccination or something like that. Mm-hmm. My heart wants it to be true because I think it would add an interesting wrinkle into the situation. My brain is telling me don't believe it for a second, though, because yeah. this is The Walking Dead and nothing like that ever happens on this show. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How, do you, how do you feel about it?
1: I think he's full of it. I mm-hmm. think he's lying. Um, and I think he created this story so that he could manipulate people. Um, I think that's the character he is.
0: He was uh, a he and... was a lowly pharmacist. Yeah. Until he, he managed to fool a couple of people, and then those people convinced other people. Yep. And then those people convinced other people, and the next thing you know, the lowly pharmacist Alejandro is now king of the community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about this story that he told Nick, and he was saying that there was this. Um, um, young man that uh was doing drugs and he got involved like he was thrown into the walkers Mm -hmm. and then he went in to save him but that's where he got bit and i was like well what if that young man was high and Mm -hmm. he's the one that bit him because in the whole commotion of being with the walkers that's the person that bit him right maybe and that's why he survived because he wasn't a walker; he was like an actual person.
0: But he ah. used
1: it. He but he twisted the story because he was like in the whole commotion of things, and he ah. twisted the story to there say it was a walker. Mm-hmm. So entirely,
0: po- entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't believe this, and nobody else should either, for that matter. <laughs> uh, this show is uh, has a knack for for lying to you. Mhm. Uh okay. So uh what would you give uh this episode? Pillar of Salt.
1: This has been so far my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. So I I at,
0: at 4.5. Oh, awesome. I I came I came close. I gave it a 4 and a quarter. Okay. Uh 4.25 for me. Uh yeah, I I love the episode. They I want to see more of this. I want to see yeah. more of Alicia. I want to see more of Madison's struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm legitimately curious to find out what happened to Chris. I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm legitimately curious to find out what happened. Now if it turns out Chris is fine and he's just tagging along behind his dad disappointed.
1: That will be disappointing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If uh, he ran off with his idiot friends and they crashed into a tree and the truck exploded. Yay! Uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah but I also feel that these two episodes um, are kind of like building up Mm-hmm. to i don't know someone taking over either the hotel or that community yes because you know you know we've been through every single community in the walking dead and every yes. single one has been attacked by a stronger group or yeah, someone don't. has taken it out oh, you, you know that in this world you can't have a community
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they don't they don't last um no. All right. Well, I mean, we'll find out. Hey, yep. look, the title of next week's episode is promising as it relates to Chris. So maybe we'll find out uh, when Aurora and I come back next week. Before uh, we leave, of course, visit com slash premium to not only listen to this, but the back catalog of all the Hear the Walking Dead podcasts and a whole variety of others. Uh, do it while you can, because we're going to be slowly, very slowly merging the premium site and the regular main Cinema Geekly site. Together, which means cinemageekly.com will be the only place you need to go for all of the podcasts. Mm -hmm. It won't be split up. I have to do that by hand, (laughs) one episode at a time. I have to re-upload them and then transfer all of the articles that have those episodes posted, and then one at a time move them over to the website, which is also going to mean at some point... Uh, you're going to have to resubscribe to these podcasts on iTunes and Google Play Music because the feed that iTunes and Google Play read the episodes from will have changed when they move over to the the regular Cinema Geekly site. But of course, I will let everybody know when that change is about to happen. Uh, so people will know for the time being here. The walking dead is going to still be on cinema slash premium. And you can still subscribe to us right now by going to iTunes and Google play music and searching for here. The walking dead, and you can subscribe that way. Like I said, at some point uh, you'll have to resubscribe, and I will let people know when that happens. But for the time being, I think we're going to start slow and go with the, uh, the more infrequent Podcasts on premium and move those over first and the more active ones uh, we're going to keep on the premium site probably until the shows go off the air for a season and this way I don't have to mm-hmm. move them over while we're still recording new episodes because that would be a pain in the butt mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do this but it makes it makes too much. It makes too much sense. We remove the paywall for premium and we switched the focus of the main website to just doing the podcasts. And it made sense that since we're only doing podcasts now, just mush them all together into mm-hmm. one. And that made perfect sense. So eventually, everything will be under that one hub. But for now, cinemakickly.com slash premium is where you can go check out everything. And Aurora and I will return next week, hopefully, to, to watch and listen all about how Chris kicked the bucket Uh, On season two, episode 13 of Fear the Walking Dead, it's called Date of Death.